1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Can you see it? Did you know Check, but the puck comes right to
2: Pedersen, who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! moment's
3: known.
1: To the line. Hughes Take You to the first career NHL goal. Quinn Hughes makes it one nothing. You are listening to Canucks Conversations.
0: Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes
1: and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network podcasts and delivered by DoorDash.
0: Just wave the
2: guy and get Demko involved. I wanted him in and down Wow. We should do a radio show together.
0: <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now.
1: What our house Pearl steals, cutting in, shoots, scores! We'll we'll public display.
0: Hello, Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation delivered to you by the great folks at DoorDash. Ding dong. You can use promo code DD, capital C, capital Ds, all one word, DD. That will get you 25% off and free delivery on your first order with the DoorDash app. Does not get much better than that, folks. My name is Dave Wadrelli. I'm joined, as always, by the man who built the place, Chris Faber. Our technical producer is Alex Allard. This is the Canucks Conversation, high above Rogers Arena on a beautiful Vancouver Day, some fog out there uh near them mountains right down there you can see it on the camera backdrop right there Alex what? yep down there you can see Rogers Arena what movie is it from where he says you see them mountains I used to be able to throw a football over them mountains that is Napoleon Dynamite that's right Napoleon's uh, <laughs> uncle Good pull. Uncle Rico. Yeah, Uncle Rico. Yeah. Yes, Uncle Rico. Speaking Fantastic. of movies, let's okay, right into yeah, it. Yeah, right into it. Well, we're not, did we're starting, we did DoorDash. Yeah. We're not starting with hockey talk. Remember, promo code convo capital C capital D's. I uh, will tell you what, we've been taking a lot of listener feedback since the live shows debuted. People have said, bring back the non-hockey talk. And you know, we we're on a little, little more limited time constraints. So we're going to to some extent, but we gonna, it's going gonna to relate to
2: sports. I think we're working out the balance of fun <laughs> yes, and exactly. having fun with doing a regular show because there's going to be a ton of hockey talk throughout the week now that we're five shows a week. Yeah, exactly. But we want to find that nice little balance in between. Let's quickly get to the chat. Canucks Bo first in there today. Uh, Lisa Martin here all week. We'd love to see it, Lisa. Uh, Troy checking in from my hometown, Nanaimo, BC. Home of the Clippers. Home of the Clippers. Getting Nanaimo with WHL team already. It's about damn time. Uh, Chris French as well checking in and alien Pete says finally able to catch the show live after a busy week of school. I'm really interested to see what exactly the dog per 60 is and metrics are being used to measure. this. <laughs> we'll, get we'll get to that. To... We'll get to it. You We're can really see it. Look at, Alex is all happy about it. He's got it in his bottom little, uh, little panel down there. Uh, but before we get to it, you mentioned movie. I want to bring this up. Did you see this uh, today? This tweet that came out. Um, you can pull, pull it up, Alex, pull it up. Get Alex, wake him up here. He's got a, he's got his energy drink over there. Jonah Hill is going to play John Daly in an upcoming biopic about the professional golfer. I love this. I think this is so perfect. Yeah. This is excellent casting. And John Daly, the thing about him now is, like, you see him doing so many podcasts, right? Like, you yeah. see him telling these stories on the podcast. I hope he's, like, really involved in creating this movie as well. And just, like, this could be, like, this movie has potential to be so good. Yeah. I think the casting is perfect. Uh, look, at you can see on the YouTube right now, I mean, they, you know, you could you could tell me what tell me which one's John Daly. I don't know. They both look like him. But but this movie I think is gonna be so can much I, fun.
0: Can I quickly say something? Cause I love that this got announced because the other day I saw I saw a video that showed the interviews of Tiger Woods and John Daly talking about I think they were playing against each other in some match. They were talk again, I'm not a huge I don't watch a lot of golf. I know who John Daly is, I know who Tiger Woods is. They were talking about their match prep and Tiger Woods was saying, yeah, I run four miles in the morning and then I go to the range. I hit about 100 balls or whatever it was. He said it was this grueling um, warm up that he did. Like it was a long, long process. And John Daly, you know, basically said, yeah, I hit about 25 balls, slam a couple beers and I'm good to go. Diet Cokes, man. He yeah, Diet water. Cokes. Yeah, exactly. No, so I think this, this has the potential to be really fun. Give I think me, it's going to be a good movie. The
2: Jonah Hill that we saw in This Is The End, like that type of Jonah Hill. Having a lot of fun with yeah. it, I think that'd be excellent. I like Jonah Hill. I'm but a big Jonah Hill fan. This tweet got me thinking: What other athlete would you like to see a biopic about? Because to me, it's easy. It's my boy. I got you know, I don't know where they're hidden at here somewhere, but I got all the newspapers from the day that Barry Bonds broke the home run record. So all this talk this year about Aaron Judge, never heard of him. Barry Bonds is the home run king. I would love to see a biopic about Barry Bonds.
0: It is so funny that you say this because there's that you whole could, debate. You could have two different
2: actors. You could have the, the, the little head Barry yeah, Bonds rookie. and the big head Barry Bonds. You could, you'd need
0: two different actors for the movie. <laughs> it's It'd like awesome. young, young Barry Bonds and old Barry Bonds, but young is like a six-year age difference. That's it from his rookie season <laughs> yeah. with the Pirates. Oh, my gosh. Okay, uh, I quickly wanted to say it's very funny that you th- – you talk about Barry Bonds being the home run king because this was a debate people. And you know, Roger Maris jr. Was saying Roger Maris is the real home run king with 62. I, I, I don't buy that at all. I'm sorry. I, I, Barry Bonds is the home run king, but it's funny that you say this because you were telling me when we we're having this pre-show discussion to watch 62, which is the Roger Maris documentary or yeah. movie biopic. I haven't seen it. Cause I'm telling you, you know, uh, main character
2: shout out. Uh, he's from Campbell river. He plays Roger Maris, wow, yeah, maybe I will I think Joaquin it. Phoenix might be in that movie as well he's uh joaquin Joaquin's joaquin Phoenix he's in that movie as well. you ever seen signs it's you an seen N, signs not an M it's joaquin joaquin he was uh he's in that movie him he was in signs too have you seen signs worst scariest jump scare. I'm not a scary movie guy, but there's a scene where the alien runs across yeah. The yeah. Okay. oh man. Okay, okay. Don't okay. get me started. Nathan, Nathan's chat. here in the chat. Yeah, I was now just says, say. Is this hockey chat or golf chat while we're doing
0: baseball? Well, now. hang on. What a was sec. your movie
2: though? You which athlete?
0: So I was telling you that 42 is my one of my favorite movies, the Jackie Robinson biopic with Chadwick Boseman. Great movie. But I was telling you, because I just had this idea Jose Fernandez, mm-hmm. uh, Miami Marlin's pitcher who passed away at a very young age. He is a really interesting story, and I won't get into it on the show. Very interesting story about how he came from Cuba uh, and ended up with the Miami Marlins. Very interesting story. It'd be a cool one to see. Let's well, Alex,
2: you didn't tell us if you got one in the pre-show here. We wanted to talk about this. Alex, do you have one? You got an athlete that you would want to see a biopic of? Producer Alex jumping in here.
0: Yeah, I was thinking maybe like Roberto Longo or Ooh. or even like Napoleon Dynamite theme Ilya Brizgala.
2: His uncle yeah. comes up. He's like, I used to be able to shoot a puck 100 miles an hour over those mountains.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, enough. Let's get into the hockey talk. We've spent enough time, six minutes about. Uh, let's get into Philadelphia Flyers. Found out that the Canucks were working a lot on their power play, they were getting a lot of reps in. Again, we talked about on yesterday's show, they went one for eight against the Edmonton Oilers. That's not good enough. They need to improve that. We talked about that. Uh, also, shout out Michael Liu, because on Saturday morning, Michael Liu was digging through the game tape for on Thursday and Friday. He was digging through the game tape, uh, and he basically figured out, well, not figured out, but he kind of looked and analyzed where the Canucks power play went wrong, uh, what they could do better, that type of thing, and that's going to be running on Canucks Army Saturday morning. So just want to give a quick shout out there. But one for eight on the power play, not good enough. They were working at it at practice. I texted Harmon because he didn't tweet this. I basically asked, like, so when you say they're working on it, were they changing anything? Were they maybe, you know, any change in um, rotations? Are we seeing them not go to bow in the bumper spot, which what an idea that would be, but are they changing anything? And Harmon said, no, they're basically just working at the same stuff, but they're working at it a little harder. And they were working at it for quite some time um, in the practice today in Philadelphia at the Wells Fargo Center.
2: Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, you want to get that power play going. You're playing up against the uh, Philadelphia Flyers Smart little afternoon game as well. So uh, make sure you set your alarms, get your coffee in tomorrow. You can sleep in tomorrow. It's Saturday. You can sleep in a little bit, but not too much. Uh, quickly in the chat here, Lisa asking, because it's, it's Friday. We like to open it up on Friday. Uh, to get the chat really involved. Any questions you guys got, uh, fire away in the chat. Lisa asks, are the Mariners going to win tomorrow at home? Quads? I You're, think so. Yeah, you think so? There's no quit in this team. And, okay, I, I, I don't want to start Their talking. Their ace is back on the mound, right? Who? What's his name? He, Castillo? Yes. He he dealt against the Blue Jays there, right? Well,
0: no, sorry. Castillo's not on the mound. Castillo pitched game too. Oh, did he? Yes, he did. Yeah. Sorry, you, you really throw confused him out again? me there. No, do not throw Castillo again. Um, I don't want to get into this too much, but no. hockey talk, they get to Verlander early. That's a game they got to win. That's like that's a game you have to win if they're you're the Seattle Mariners. I don't love their chances. I'll be honest with you. Pick it up, hockey. Okay, yeah. We'll, we'll talk some hockey. Uh, Philadelphia tomorrow. What are you looking for from the Canucks aside from their power play? Yeah, improving. Let's, also, let's... sorry... Okay. Ilya Mikheyev on the ice today in a regular jersey, taking line rushes with Elias Pettersson and Andre Kuzmenko. Doesn't sound like he's going to return tomorrow against Philadelphia, but next week. Uh, again, the Canucks play Saturday, but they don't have a game until like, they don't play on Sunday. They don't have a back-to-back.
2: Will be interesting seeing Alex, you can pull this up here. we will see the lines here tweeted out by uh, Harmon, who's on the road. Talk to him about, uh, I was chatting with him the other day about Philly. He's excited Friday night in Philly. You know, Harmon Dial. Be gotta, fun. He'll be on the show here soon, um, but yeah, looking at the lines here, we got Tanner Pearson, J.T. Miller, and Bo Horvat or Brock Besser uh, as your first <laughs> Hot start. Well, I tell you what, don't get me started on Horvat here on this show here. Uh, Andre Kuzmenko playing with Elias Pettersson and Niels Hugland are rotating with Makhayev as he mentioned. Pod, uh, Podkolzin, Bo Horvat, Connor Garland on your third line. Fourth line looks the same: Joshua Amon, Lazar, and Sheldon Dries there as an extra. Nothing changed with the pairings as we saw last time. Still Hughes and Shen, Oel, Pullman, Stillman, Burroughs, Rathbone is the extra. I I tell you what though, I found it like Brock Besser. As soon as he put on that, you know, as soon as he took off the gray jersey and he was in the regular colored jersey, he he played the next day. Do you think McKeough might be able to push it a little bit and get there? Or do you think they want to give him the time off? Because it's interesting. Three and four game, three games in the next four nights, uh, starting tomorrow. So. That's a lot to put on a player to make a return. I think they give him the extra two days here. Yeah, but you got to. You could even see potentially, you know, I think you come out of a win against Philly. Um, maybe you see Mikheyev even get that first of the back-to-back off or play him in one of those two back-to-back games. I think that's what the situation we might see here
0: is. It's a big week. For the Canucks. Like, it's a very big week. Just quickly previewing what they have next week. They've got the game on Monday on the 17th against the Washington Capitals. And then they play the next day against the Columbus Blue Jackets. One of those games is going to be Spencer Martin's first start of the season. I'm interested to see that. But you you just kind of mentioned it. how It's a it's a busy schedule for them. And again, that's a lot of travel. They're going to Minnesota on Thursday. I wonder if we start to see already, you know, some, uh, I guess you could call it load management, where they say, OK, you take a night off and Maybe it's Niels Huglander coming out of the lineup at some point because again, like we we talked about his first game, it wasn't spectacular. But again, I don't think it's it should be viewed as like you're a healthy scratch. I think it's almost a, let's keep everybody fresh, especially if Ilya Mikheyev uh, is returning to the top nine.
2: Yeah, I like uh, you know this is I think this is gonna be a much easier matchup for the uh, the Vancouver Canucks playing against the Philadelphia Flyers here. Uh, the Flyers actually beat New Jersey by a score of five to two yesterday, which was uh, Thursday. Uh, let's have a look at the Flyers lines. Pull this up, Alex. The uh the, the forward lines for the for the Philadelphia Flyers, nothing too impressive. Doesn't really uh scare you, I don't think. You see see a top oh there he is Alex. He's got tabs open here. He's got he's probably got Narby's tab open in the background. Uh Travis Konecny uh with Kevin Hayes and Scott Law, Lawton. Yeah. yeah. Laughs a ton. He's he's on playing left wing for him. Um JVR on the on the second line. I mean, not a lot of names that really stick out. Owen Tippett, you kind of forget that he's with Philly. Um But this looks like a very beatable lineup. And when you look at the Canucks lines, as we just saw, I'm taking the Vancouver Canucks forward group way ahead of what you see here from Philadelphia. The Canucks should be able to get two points in this game, honestly.
0: I think if you ask John Tortorella, head coach of the Flyers, the same thing, he would tell you the exact same thing, that this is a beatable team. He was asked about the Philadelphia Flyers and if they had any redeeming qualities or anything, uh, any identity, and he just said no. That was his whole answer. Yeah, it's going to be interesting uh, uh, to see what happens here yeah. with the uh, torts
2: over there. Um, but yeah, I think beatable game. This is one that you need to kind of have on the road here um, in this road trip. There there are some winnable games here for the Canucks on this road trip, right? I know you got the, the three games and four nights, but this is a good way to start that at least. I think the... I don't think Philly's gonna be in the running with the Arizonas and the Chicago's, but like next year down, pretty much from some of the worst teams in the league. You gotta come in here and get two points, especially after what just happened. Yeah. You know, to open up the season with a three-nothing lead, you blow it five goals straight against. We all know the story. We talked about it in the last episode. You gotta win this one. Like I'm not calling it must wins in game two, but this is an absolutely you should win this game. Like this is yeah. a, a very should win again, you do not
0: You don't call it a must win, right? Like we didn't call those losses against the one nothing loss against Detroit last year, for example, we didn't call that a must win. But when it came down to it and the Canucks missed the playoffs by one or two games, you look at games like that when all said and done and you say, darn, it would have been really nice to have beat Detroit on home ice instead of getting shut out uh, and only giving up a goal and still losing that game. So again, um, it's not a must win, but it's uh, okay, boys, let's, let's get it going here. And I know it's only been one game, but like you just said, and we previewed with the Philly lineup, a beatable team. Just ask their head coach. Yeah, so, and we'll be back here on Monday to talk about the Canucks and Capitals,
2: who they play uh, in Washington on Monday. Tuesday, they play in Columbus. Uh, then Thursday against the Wild uh, before the home opener on Saturday against the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, question here from Troy. Troy from Nanaimo, by the way. Uh, shout out Nanaimo. Good place. Go over there. You got uh, Longwood Brew Pub, Raspberry, Raspberry Ale. Weedy, Prawn Knight at the Weedy, good stuff over there in Nanaimo. Landlubber Pub, just got renovations quads. Lover Pub, new renovations, new bathroom. When I hear, same old wings, uh, good stuff. Lover Pub, Nanaimo, shout it out. Uh, so Flyers, Capitals, Blue Jackets, and Wild remaining on this trip. Troy's question is, what record are we happy with before the home opener? Let me repeat the teams for you, quads. We're 0-1 at this point seeing this Canucks team. They're 0-1 against the Oilers, but you have the Flyers, the Capitals, the Blue Jackets, and the Wild left. The question is, what are you happy with? What's a what's a a final road trip here? Five games. What's a record that you're
0: happy with? Happy, probably three two. Uh, I think content with two two and one. Uh, what you're not happy with is if they pick up one win on this road trip or n- no wins, right? I think going two two and one is fine. Uh, you know, two and three, I guess, also fine to some extent. But I think if you want to be happy about it, three and two. Obviously, remembering that they've already got a loss on the road trip. Yeah, you, the way I look at it is you're happy with six
2: points for this. So I'm with you. Three wins gets you there. Um, I don't think you're going to, you know, pop two wins and two overtime losses, but it's possible. I think uh, anytime you hit the road, to me, it's just a, a point per game, right? You play 41 home games, you get 41 points in those games. I think you're happy with that. As uh, as a team on the road, then you take care of business at home. I, I know it's an old school way of looking at your, uh, you know, your, your season, but I think that's just the way you have to look at it. And I think that's how playoff teams look at it, is if we're able to pick up a point You know, not in every game, but on average of 41 road games, get 41
0: points on the road. You're happy with that. Speaking of old school way of thinking, you, my friend, have found a way to analyze and put a numerical value on basically a player's heart, right? Like you're able to measure a player's give a bleep meter and, you know, their heart. This Mm -hmm. player's got heart. The dog per 60 stat was debuted on Sportsnet 650's Halford and Bruff this morning. Fantastic radio hit, by the way. I know you've heard that a lot from a lot of people, but I tip my cap to you. That was fantastic, uh, that radio hit. But the dog per 60 stat, this is what the folks came for. Give it to us. Tell us about the dog formula. Oh, man. So last night,
2: you know, I've been talking about this for a while. I've talked about, you know, having that dog in you. That's, that's obviously something we've brought up on this show in the past. Tristan Nielsen's where it all started from, right? Watching Tristan Nielsen play out at Young Stars absolutely had that dog in him. So I've been working on this formula for like two weeks, you know, every day I'm spending like an hour, you know, an hour kind of figuring things out, trying things out and nothing was working for like 13 days. Nothing was working. Like I couldn't find the right stats to plug in at the right amount of value to, to bring this, to see what the best rating was. Cause I wanted to create this dog rating so bad. I wanted to create this dog rating and finally something last night clicked where it was just like, I put in all the stats of the ones that I wanted to use in this new formula. And I played it from game one and I was like, okay, Shen had a really good game for being a dog. He was a dog in that first game. You look at uh, Kyle Burroughs. He was a dog. He had a really high rating. And who was at the bottom? It was Brock Bessner, who I, you know, he's not a hundred percent. I think you could see that uh, pretty clearly in the game against Edmonton. He, he's not at hundred percent. So I give him a little bit of a break here. He was the lowest on the dog rating But Horvat's second from the bottom. And I didn't see a lot of dog from either of those two players. So then I start punching in, things from last season into this formula that I created and it's working and things are making sense. Phil Kessel's at the bottom of the league. They got a a rookie who played 51 games for Montreal Canadiens fight. He fought Ryan Reeves last year. (laughs) That's how much dog this rookie does uh, from the Montreal Canadiens. He had the best dog rating in the league. And by the way, it's not dog per 60. I've changed it up a little bit because a lot of the stats I ended up using come from per 60. So it's kind of just, I'm using dog rating at this point uh, is the way I'm looking at. I even got the formula put together. Look at this. Uh, Alex, you can pull this up. The formula that I built here—it's—it's it's a lot of work. This is how the dog rating is put together, and th- I'm not even like making a joke here. This is the this is the formula. I don't want to give away the uh, the analytics and stats that I'm putting into those spots, but this here is how you just dis- like this is how you determine the rating to see how much of a dog someone is. You don't need the picture in the background; you just need the rating down there. Um, but the dog in the background helps you understand if a player has some dog in them. This is how this is how I figured out. There's a couple different stats you add together, you multiply them by one and a half, you minus off of two other stats that you minus one from the other, you times that by one and a half, and you you put it together. Then you add Z at the end of it. Boom! That is how you find the dog rating. It it works. I like I can't believe. Like I, I texted you at three in the morning last <laughs> night, right? Like uh, it, everything was working from like from midnight when it first clicked all the way to like two in the morning. Everything that I thought was like yeah how much dog does this guy have I and mean, i'm looking at like season like everything from last year and everything was like lining up pretty good i was like i think i found it and then i was texting you at three in the morning and the you weren't answering i texted the group chat why it was actually up at three in the morning so he, he's still texting me about it um but i found it man after working really hard to find the right formula we got it and i got another tweet here this is from uh listener of the uh, of the show Disto. Uh, D-Stu Sometimes it's, he changes his name every once. In a while. He puts a double dot on there. He takes the umlaut, whatever it is. Uh, he he's uh, he normally corrects us here on uh, on what we how we pronounce player names. Ah, yeah. But Disto, I like this way. He said, "Dog equals doing all to win games." I like that. I like that. I think
0: there. that's the official uh, acronym. You know who? You know people don't know this about Disto.
2: He wrote the dictionary. He is the, <laughs> he is the author of the English dictionary. Disto.
0: And in a bunch of other languages as well.
2: Yeah. Fun fact. Exactly. The yeah. Swedish one. He wrote that too. He actually invented uh, the Finnish language too. Diesel. Shout he out to
0: long, long time listener of the show. Okay. So that's the dog description. That, so, uh, that's the formula there. I like it. Yeah, I do. And Luke shen's probably going to finish near the top. And, and you mentioned it. He's Kyle got a Burroughs. good, you
2: know what? Kyle Burroughs is uh he's a good one too. Kyle yeah. Burrows has that dog in him. I don't think that's what really, you know, turned, there it is right there. He's got, that's Kyle Burrows. an uh, x-ray right there. Um,
0: Cal he, does have that dog in him. And, and like, in showed, all seriousness, it, it shows showed. in mostly every game he plays. The guy doesn't really take a night off, and I understand that comes with being a 7-8 defenseman in the National Hockey League and, you know, playing bottom-pairing minutes when you're in the lineup. I understand that's what comes with it, but... In terms of a pair, bottom-pairing defenseman, Kyle Burrows is exactly what you want. Like, like you said, he's got the dog in him. So local kid too, right? Like You get yeah. a little
2: bonus points for exactly. being a local kid. Exactly. He's like Troy stetcher Light in a way. See, Troy Stetcher last night take the slash from Sidney Crosby. Holy I cow. Didn't Sid- you didn't see the Sidney Crosby nope. slash last night? I didn't. Well, it was on Troy Stetcher. He just slashed in the back of the leg, took Troy Stetcher right out. It was bad. Wow. I think he's gonna. he might get suspended for it. Sidney Crosby's going to get suspended? Today. Maybe. I haven't seen the play, Dude, so I it, shouldn't. It was bad. It was right bad. In the back, people, people in the chat. Hopefully, you guys saw it. If not, uh, get on Twitter right now. Uh, go check it out, Sydney, It was on uh, Little Troy from Richmond. Unbelievable. Troy from Richmond.
0: Kyle from White Rock. Sidney Crosby's no longer uh, welcome in Richmond. I'll tell you that. Oh, much.
2: no, no, absolutely not. You can't go to. You can't, uh, can't go anywhere. You, you, they show up at the airport. They got to fly him out again. To a private uh, helicopter in here to Rogers Arena. Okay. So do you have anything else on the dog per sixty? Well, stat? you're gonna see the dog. It's not a dog per. 60. I told you. You don't listen on the show. It's not dog per 60. A lot of the numbers are coming from per 60 to get to the dog rating. We're calling it a dog rating. And you're going to okay. see it in the stanchies. Wyatt why it really likes it. He, he, you know, he's a fan of the information I put together and everyone's all, you know, I get this sometimes I'm just a, a dumb guy. I can't pronounce words all the time, but here's what I'm really good at is simple mathematics, multiplication, division, addition, subtract, subtraction. Subtraction,
0: one of them. <laughs> not words, that's for sure. Not but words. You know what? I've always said that you're way better out of the two of us at math. Like it's night and day. Well, it's that's I'm good at the simple math, and that's all you really
2: need for a lot of hockey analytics yeah. too. Like, I, you know, putting it together, this took a long time, but it was a lot of simple things put together. You've seen the formula there. That's uh, you know, nothing too crazy. I use my bed mess though. You know what bed mess is? Bed yes.
0: Yeah, bed mass.
2: What is it, Because okay, I learned it in French. It was bed mass. I think mm. there it is, right there. See, look at that. Like, come on. You know what I got in math 12 somewhere in the eighties. I, it was clo- It was a pretty good rate, a pretty good grade. Uh, in pretty math good 12. rating.
3: <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue You can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door.
1: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
0: okay all right what do you want to move on
1: to hl preview
0: yeah well okay yeah let's get to the poll question because you've decided to make it your life goal to get Bo horvat out of vancouver I could not believe this poll question. Who who put this poll up You're me? Yeah, you posted this. You don't try and pawn this off on me. You posted this. I could not believe this poll question. Could have been Alex. Today's poll question brought to you, and, you know, I'm complaining about the poll question. I'm not complaining about the poll question sponsor because they are fantastic. Our friends at Atlas Goods bring you the poll question. They also bring you delicious pop rinds straight out of your microwave or air fryer. Pop rinds. Fresh pork rinds, microwave, air fryer, whatever you, you want. You never,
2: you never bring this up. Look at the. Go back up, Alex. Back up, Alex. Here, what's this? Look at this. Perfect zero carb. I snack. say that you know, I've never, I've never. High heard in you protein,
0: high in protein. Perfect zero carb snack. It's yep. a great, great gift. F- free shipping on all orders over fifty dollars. Uh, locally owned and operated company. Go check them out. Look at Atlas. That. Meet the roster. It says on the website. Meet the roster. Atlas. Look at that. Meet it right there. AtlasGDS.com. That's the site that you want to check out. Promo code CC15 gets you 15% off your first order of pop rides. All right. I've, hold on. I've always wanted to say this. YouTubers and people always say this link in description is Boom. the link in the description. Yeah, it is. Cause I put it in there. Link okay. in description. Good for you. All right. Our poll question today. If you had to pick and ladies and gentlemen, Chris Faber wrote this. If you had to pick a captain today, who would be your choice? Bo Horvat, Elias Pettersson, J.T. Miller, and Quinn Hughes. No, I'm angry. Option today. Can you explain the thought process, please? Well, I, I wanted Quinn Hughes.
2: When we have really uh, four really good options, I I sometimes you got to throw the I'm angry out. So let's see what Alex does here. Alex doesn't have the option of being angry today. He's just being put into a spot where he has to pick. Who would be the captain of the Vancouver Canucks right now, Alex? Well, look, he's hovering. He's hovering. Oh, he's scrolling now. Let's see if he does does what needs to he's, be done. No, he's back on the Atlas page, I think. He's not picking here. He's on he's the Atlas. He's ordering he's pork got rides got again. It. Good and he call.
0: picks Quinn Hughes. He is with the minority of folks here because our voting breakdown No, He's folks. with the
2: majority of the three people on this show. I think Quinn Hughes is the best captain for this team moving forward. Okay. Three people on the show. What are you talking about? I'm not on Quinn Hughes. That's what I'm saying. The majority. Alex, I am saying I, Alex and I. Alex and me. That's not the majority.
0: That's two of three. Yeah, of two the of show, three. sure. Okay, the majority of our voters, our lovely listeners that have voted in this poll, 335 40, votes. 40% say Bo Horvat, 30.7% say JT Miller, 233 say Elias Patterson, and 6% including Alex and Chris say Quinn Hughes. But the important thing to note here is is that 40% of voters, even after a game where Bo Horvat was taking a lot of criticism, and to some extent rightfully so, still say Bo Horvat 40%. Don't try to make this something. Bo Horvat is still the right captain for this team. Uh, not, a,
2: not if you're going by the dog rating. He was second worst on the team, only behind a guy who's got a bum wrist. Um, I Listen, if you were to pick a captain today, Bo Horvat doesn't have a contract next year. Okay, you so just inked JT Miller to, to what? eight? You got eight years left of JT Miller. Quinn Hughes is locked up long-term. I think Quinn Hughes is the best captain for this team. I think that he is breaking out as a leader. I you go think- back to it. I brought it up on the show yesterday. I said, listen, that uh, that moment where he had Brock Besser's back at that press conference, you see him on the ice. Does any player get relied upon more? And listen, you can say Thatcher Demko, but um, you're not putting the C on the goalie. We saw how that's gone in Vancouver in the past No player is relied upon more for wins on this team right now than Quinn Hughes. What does this team look like when Quinn Hughes is out of the lineup? Horrible. Sure. You know, as good as their forward group is, when Quinn Hughes is not in the lineup, this team does not look good to me. He is their best player on the ice right now, the biggest impact player on this team. And I would like him to be the captain. I think he's emerging as a leader. I think he has the potential to be a leader, specifically when he gets a little bit older, been around the league for a little bit. If I was picking today. With Bo Horvat's contract expiring this year, with his dog rating being one of the lowest on the team, I'm going with Quinn Hughes.
0: Okay, if if, if you're framing the question like that where, okay, you're going to lose Bo Horvat, and that might not still happen, the guy might still get a contract, so ease up a little. Sure. He's not out of town
2: yet. Yeah, and... but his agent's on Donnie and Dolly saying he's a number one center. He should get paid like one. Sure.
0: What, what did number one centers get paid like? More than $7 million. Exactly. Okay, so hold on a sec. Because I actually disagree with you that Quinn Hughes, and I'm not going to get into this too much, Quinn Hughes shouldn't be a captain right now. What they should have done oh, yeah, is. is made him and Elias Pettersson assistant captains. They are leaders on this team. Quinn Hughes is not the biggest leader on this team. Bo oh. still is. I'll tell you what, Quinn Hughes could
2: easily be the If you put the C on Quinn Hughes' Hold on chest, a sec. every player in that locker room respects that.
0: I Everyone sure. in that locker room okay. would. Absolutely. Even J.C. Miller, even Bo Horvath. There's more to being a captain than just having the respect of your peers in the locker room. So, okay. A captain needs to talk to the officials okay, a lot. Perfect. Okay. Does Quinn Hughes do that a lot? He, he could easily do it.
2: He's grown up around the game of hockey. You think sure. anyone knows hockey more than Quinn Hughes on sure. his team? I doubt it.
0: Sure, sure, sure. But it's also about being personal, personable. There's a whole other side of this. I also think a captain should fight. And maybe that's a little bit outdated, but I think it's Well, a captain, tell that to Bo Horvath then. Ca- look. He used to fight. at least stick up for his team. He used to fight and he might to get himself going and get the team going this year. You don't know that yet, but I, Bo Horvat historically has fought and he's talked about the importance of that as being a captain. I agree with that. I think your captain should, at the very least, like I might even take Luke Shana as captain ahead of Quinn Hughes. And again, I like Quinn Hughes. I've been saying Quinn Hughes is like the best defenseman this team's ever seen since his first game. Okay. I'm not trying to question Quinn Hughes leadership at all. I'm just saying that, with what it takes to be a captain in the NHL right now, and like you said, he's going to grow into the league a little bit more over the next few years. I might revisit this, but right now, I'm saying someone like Bo Horvat or Elias Patterson. I, I even, you know, and I hate to say it, I might even put JT Miller ahead of that. And I, you know, we've had this conversation that neither of us think JT Miller is actually captain material. I think this I too. think JT Miller is an excellent assistant captain. Absolutely, I think he's, I think absolutely.
2: He's, like if you're looking at. When you're getting the best of JT Miller, he's a great assistant captain. I think, he, and I think he's underrated in speaking to the media as well.
0: And selfishly, I'd say I would like Miller or Hughes as captain because both of them are very good with the media, very good at speaking mm-hmm. to the media. But so is Bo Horvat. Like that's that's probably what Bo Horvat does best. Is he? Is he? Yeah, he just says whatever Boudreaux says. That's exactly what you're supposed to do as the captain. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I think the pressure's on Bo Horvat.
2: Yeah, it, it I is. Think, and I think it might, maybe it should be. Yeah, I I just think you're blowing it a little out of proportion. Especially, oh, no, maybe question. maybe this poll question makes a lot of sense to you, me. You booked the flight back to Ontario. I, no, I haven't booked anybody any flights back to Ontario. All I'm saying is, I think there is being. I I believe that there should be some evaluations made about this team. And their leadership. I've been saying it all week. Okay, that's all I've been saying. Is you should be making some evaluations with how this team's moving forward. Because to me, they're at. A, you know, they're at a crossroads again with this organization. Sure. They're not at the point of a rebuild. They're obviously not going that direction. How do
0: you move forward to getting into a consistent playoff team? Troy McDonald jumping into the YouTube live chat. Join on YouTube, folks, saying Demko has a better case for captain than anyone. Do the Canucks name Demko captain? Make no, another no, no. goalie captain. No, I, I'm joking. That That was a... Absolute disaster with Roberto Longo. And Demco doesn't talk to the media enough, too. Also, I just want to quickly touch on this. Kevin Bieksa signing a one year contract with the oh, one, one day. year. One day. He's coming back. <laughs> it folks. could be one year with the way this blue well, tell line looks. He's worked. a right,
2: right shot defenseman. Right he's still shot? got some value.
0: That's right. Okay, one day contract for Kevin BX to retire as a Vancouver Canuck. Uh, someone in my mentions was like, what pairing is he going to play on? He's not going to play in the game, as far as we know. That'd be very awesome. if They he, need uh, help on he the PK. They do. <laughs> they absolutely do. Some toughness, um, too. Put him as captain. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Why not? Uh, so, Roberto Luongo jumping back. Uh, when the Canucks announced this and saying uh, second worst contract in franchise history from Ooh. his uh, Twitter account, there pretty I just Tough. I thought that was hilarious. Just behind
2: Louis Erickson, I guess. Yeah,
0: well, uh, maybe at a later date when we have less actual stuff to get to, but like, what is the worst contract in franchise history? I I, I think it's probably Louis Erickson. I know there's
2: a case for Mark Messier. Yeah, money wise, it's Louis, and I don't think it's very close. But you can have an um, argument if you kind of. You know, don't make money. The only thing you think yeah. about, you could absolutely put. Messi yeah, because there was
0: no. Mix. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's get to the AHL preview. The Abbotsford Canucks kick off their well, season. First, let me in- get to
2: Troy's question here. He says Faber as an Xvi Raider. Have you taken a look at the record? I've seen the record with the Raiders. They have. They have gone downhill since. Uh, since you didn't I even finish there.
0: saying the question. The podcast listeners are going to hate you. You didn't even read the whole question. You just was it? it. Faber as an Xvi Raider. Have you taken a look at their record this year? They may need you back in you I said, I, said I have
2: seen the lineup. I've if seen their record. You
0: didn't finish this year. reading it. You just jump to the answer. Me, uh, Andrew Harris, former Raiders, both of us. Okay, enough, enough. Let's get to the Abbotsford Canucks preview. The Abbotsford Canucks are in Ontario, California to kick off their season tonight against the Ontario Rain, the LA Kings farm team. I learned that recently. I like that. King, Rain, right? Kings yep. and Rain. I like that. Mm-hmm. And it's Rain as in reign of terror yeah well
2: i'm yeah that's what i'm saying you just found out that they were ontario like like six months ago you just learned that they was this wasn't uh, it wasn't the province of you're like geez that, you told me one day like wow like the, they have to travel from ontario to bakersfield california that's quite the uh the <laughs> jump across the whole continent no it's it, ontario
0: how are they gonna get there in a ontario,
2: night california just it's down the road you take the i-5 all the way down you you know what you go through uh to get to ontario you go through weed Weed, California. <laughs> They got its own, it's right outside, right beside Disneyland. Okay. Go to Disneyland and then you stop at weed on the way back.
0: Okay. Uh, Our AHL preview at Canucks Army is up right now. CanucksArmy.com, courtesy of Cody Sievertson, uh, who will be covering that game for us tonight. We'll have the post game, all that sort of stuff. We'll get you all you need to know. What I'm really interested, Chris, the Abbotsford Canucks announcing their roster, three goalies on that roster. Mikey DiPietro, Archer Silovs, and Colin Delia, all making the Abbotsford Canucks roster. Really interested to see, again, you kind of touched on your chat with head coach Jeremy Colleton about who is going to be getting starts. And Colleton said, like, I've got three goalies right now, and whoever it is, and I think he was talking specifically about Seelovs when he said this, just to earn the right to play. And I think Seelovs is going to earn that right pretty quick. Uh, But again, Colin Delia, we've talked about him, his outlook this year is restructuring his game bringing some structure into his game under the guidance of Marco Terrenius out in Abbotsford and Ian Clark out in Vancouver as well. Uh, For Mikey DiPietro, again, I kind of touched on this about a week ago. He needs to approve being sent down to the ECHL. From what I'm hearing, it doesn't sound like the Canucks asked him to go down to the ECHL. So uh, from what I've heard, it's not a... um, The Canucks asked him to go down, and he said no, and that's why he's here. The Canucks kept him here. It wasn't because he said no to an ECHL demotion. Again, they could have sent down Archer Silovs. Um, Any player who's on an AHL or an ELC can be sent down to the ECHL, but Mikey DiPietro on an NHL contract cannot be sent down to the ECHL without approval. But again, what I'm hearing, and again, this isn't for sure, what I'm hearing is that the Canucks didn't ask him to go down to the ECHL. Yeah, which is... You know, what we heard a little while ago from
2: Patrick Alvin was that they were not going to go into the season with three AHL goaltenders. Look at the roster, I see three goaltenders on there. They got Seelovs, they got Delia, they got DiPietro. Let me... uh, And sorry,
0: further context to this, because I asked Alvin this question uh, about if the plan was to carry three goaltenders in Abbotsford. I asked him again, I asked him this question the day they signed Colin Delia. It was the free agency... Uh, press conference we had at Rogers Arena with Alvin. I just asked him if the plan was to have three, and he was outright. He said, "No, it's we're the plans to have two. So there's going to be competition in the NHL and the AHL." Uh, I I I'm not going to slag Alvin too much for that because I think in his mind, a trade was going to get done right uh, at some point. But look, Mikey DiPietro has a chance to one, uh, rebuild his stock with the Canucks. But almost more importantly for the Canucks, if they're dead set on trading him rebuild his stock around the league, right? If he can come out and get some wins in some AHL games and play really well in the AHL, like, a team is going to be willing to trade for Mikey DiPietro more than they were this past offseason. You look at where DiPietro's name... When's he going to play, though? He's gonna find starts. They're gonna they're gonna play Mikey. I I do not doubt it. And I no, almost look the, at it. Not
2: the H L man. Hang you on play, a sec. No, you play on the weekends. You don't have any weekdays ever. You got a handful of them all along. Hang year on a long. sec. When's, when's Mikey? Hang get into on a, a sec. Because they
0: did it last year, did they not? Yeah, because that was because Martin earned those starts from just getting. Hang one. Hang on, Martin made like what was it? Like six starts through the first three months of the season. Yep. Okay, and then by the end of the season, he's the starter, and he earned a contract. Yeah, because Seelovs wasn't
2: proven. Seelovs isn't what he's like this year. Seelovs was, uh, hey, let's if he gets a few games, that's great. That was the situation with Seelovs last C-Lovs year.
0: Seelovs and Delia are going to be getting the most starts, okay? But Mikey's going to get starts. What I'm saying, Chris, is that he is going to have to make good on those opportunities the way that Spencer Martin did to build up his stock. Martin did enough to earn an NHL contract. Look at him now. He's the NHL backup for this club, <laughs> DiPietro has a chance to do something similar in limited start. That's all I'm saying. I like I, how
2: the the Martin situations. Like you can work up to earn an NHL contract. Mikey DiPietro, he can work his way to getting traded. <laughs> that's like his his situation. Yeah, his ceiling is getting traded. He's, that's what uh, that's best case scenario. Best case scenario actually for you, Quads. I know you're going to be smiling at this. You can you can full screen me here, Alex. I got something here for Quads. I know he likes this stuff here. Look at this. That's his boy right there. He's having an arty party tonight. He, there's Archer loss right there. Taking the ice and Abbotsford. I expect to see him the starter tonight. I think uh, our C-laws is going to be the starter. Well, he's the first goalie out there. Well, the, yeah, he's got two sticks, so he's got to figure that out. But, uh, <laughs> like, I think C-laws, I think they're going to go with him. I think he's proven enough in the off season here yep. just with his play at the World Championships, his play at uh, Young Stars. I think Colton's going to go. And it's interesting. Well, hey. Let's not forget, though, that Dalia, he's played for D'Elia. Col- De- whatever. Who, whatever his name is. <laughs> he's Colin. Colin's going to. He's <laughs> been around Jeremy Carlton for a long time. Sure. Right. Look at this. This is how Quads wants every show to be. Everyone on the YouTube seeing this. <laughs> half of the screen is Archer Seelov's walking. The other half is you looking at yourself. It's your two
0: favorite things in the world: Archer Seelov's and yourself. Well, I wanted to point out. You, you mentioned Archer Seelov's getting the start tonight. Hopefully, like we're kind of thinking that's going to happen. If he doesn't, it's probably going to be Colin Delia. But my point is, they play tomorrow night as well in mm-hmm. Bakersfield. on quite a trip, like I said, from Ontario all the way yep. cross continent to. Uh, they're, uh, to they're, they're taking bird
2: scooters from one spot to the other.
0: Yeah, there you go. Well, all I'm saying is Colin is going to get one of these starts. Arch C. loves, I think is going to get the other one. And what I'm saying, Chris is that Mikey DePietro is eventually going to get some starts, right? And when he does, he needs to make good on those opportunities. Okay. You
2: know what's going to be interesting quickly... too tonight. Abbotsford. Cause I, uh, here's my prospects report. Nothing really happening again today. Victor Harrison played. Sure. Um, and I tell you what, Connor Lockhart <laughs> feel bad for the kid. His first <laughs> game, let me get this lockhart sure, thing up first before ahead. you have a little giggle party, a little artie party tonight. Uh, Connor Lockhart, he comes on the show. We have a good chat with him. Boom, next game, zero points. His first zero point game of the year. So, Canuck's combo curse is still real. Uh, Connor
0: Lockhart, he's uh, he had his first game without a point. Okay, a couple things in the chat here. Uh, Tom going back to what we said before, Tom saying Bohorvet is bad with media, zero personality, no confidence watching his interviews. That's interesting because. That's from a fan's perspective, which is the perspective you and I don't get a ton. Like, we're not watching Bo Horvath interviewing him with the sense of, Bo, make me feel good about this team. We're not mm-hmm. having that perspective, but fans, this is coming from a fan. Tom saying he has no confidence after watching Bo Horvath's interview. So that's a different, different and interesting perspective that differs from ours. Belkara jumped in, said, Everyone watch how Seelov's moves. That's my line. and then jumped in and said, out of the locker room. Uh, Troy McDonald asked, what's happening with the goalie situation in Abbotsford? Why three goalies still? No ECHL. Uh, Troy, I think you might just need to rewind a few minutes because I just uh, chatted about it again. I think if I do it again, uh, Chris will, will uh, attack me hit in the, the button, studio. Say, shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> shut up. Hit the button. Um,
2: okay, let's get to our Betway wrap-up. Well, we got before the Betway wrap-up here. No, that's right. HL preview. And the wrap up the the whole bottom part there, Alex. You got it all mixed up. Where's no, the, he doesn't. Where's the poll question, Alex? He did it. We did the poll question. Yeah, but he doesn't have Don't it. do mean that to little, Alex. That little thing
0: on the bottom. Don't there. be mean to Alex because you're not organized like I'm just, us. I, I'm organized. No, here. we do the outline. We do everything here, on the show. Yeah. Okay. I'll just, okay. We'll get to the Betway wrap up. I'll just
2: go like this, and I'll flip it, here. There you go. How's that? <laughs> I'll, for the rest of the show here, you can just have this. Thing. <laughs>
0: And for the podcast listeners, uh, in Chris's little box on the YouTube live show is Archer Seelovs walking out on a loop. Hey, this looks like a prospect report. It's just someone doing something pretty innocent looking over and over again. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's get to our Betway wrap-up. What bet do you have for us today, Chris? Because in all seriousness, you were the one that did all the prep. Okay, and then quickly I (laughs) want to get to some AHL stuff
2: too. Uh, All right, Alex, I got it in here somewhere, the bet here, um, because I forgot what it is. Uh, Okay, Tampa Bay tonight. Here's here's your bet. It's a Betway boost. Okay? This is this is a Betway boost. Quads. You can boost your way to a Betway win. Uh, Betway.com is where you check it out, right? $200 uh, deposit, you get Betway. You get your something like that. Betway. Uh, Betway.com. We get paid per saying Betway cuz I can keep saying Betway. Just enough. <laughs> your bet for the day is uh, on Betway. Is uh Tampa Bay to win on Betway.com and Nikita Kucherov to score 2 points. It's your Betway boost. This is a boost you can find at Betway.com. <laughs> betway.com. $200, $200 Betway boost on their deposit right now, too. So um, that's your bet. You bet the $50 bucks down for your return $200. You get your Betway $50 back as well for the bet that you placed. Um, so that's your Betway boost.
0: Absolutely nailed
2: it. That's your bet tonight. Okay. So, so
0: you get two points from Kucherov and the Lightning to win. All right. Great bet. And you, of course you put $50 on every bet. So Tampa Bay to win Kucherov score two plus points. I like that. Go check out uh bet We'll wrap it up
2: there. Well, little HL thing think to watch tonight. Uh, we're going to have a ton of coverage over on Canucks army. Uh, Cody's got the game covered. I got the game covered. You, uh, we're going to be racing to see who can get out the goals. Uh, the highlights fast. It doesn't matter. Uh, Cody's not going to be able to get the, the hype that I'm getting, especially if Clemage scores, get it out to get him, beat Cody, get the, get the highlights out quick. Um, but I want just a couple of names to keep an eye on, okay? A couple of eyes to keep an eye on. Klimovich, could, he could be starting in the top six tonight, okay? They, you know, Colton's really liked what he's seen from this kid. I've liked what I've seen from Klimovich. I think he's a different-looking player. Now it's going to be interesting to see him not in a Young Stars tournament or in a scrimmage, back into the AHL, okay? A spot where he struggled defensively, struggled to be fully engaged at all times on the ice. You know, Dog rating probably wasn't the highest for Klimovich last year. I don't have the numbers to measure it but I'm, I'm interested to see if what he looks like if he's playing with some top-end talent. You know What does he look like if he's playing You know in a top-six role? Because he never had that last year. Okay, He never played in a top-six role last year. Might look a little bit like a different player if he's getting some better line mates. Uh, Linus Carlson, he'll be in the lineup tonight. Keep an eye out for Linus Carlson. Hopefully he continues to rip it up. And R.C. Baines making his HL debut. Uh, and then a couple guys with some dog in them. Will Lockwood, Tristan Nielsen. Get Tristan Nielsen in an AHL contract, okay? Somebody, somebody get this guy an HL contract. The Canucks better do it because some other team's going to do it. Okay. When he starts putting up hat, watch tonight. trick, Tristan Nielsen. Betway.com. You can probably find that bet on there. Tristan Nielsen, trick in the AHL. All right. Okay. 700 to 1 probably. All right. Now we're going to close it out for sure. Uh, oh, you got more. I got defensemen too. Oh, good. Uh, Brady Keeper, Quinn Schmieman, uh, Jet Wu. Didn't see uh, Chad Nychuk on the roster today. So kind of interesting. Someone
0: in the chat, Alien Pete, jumped in and said Nychuk was sent to Kalamazoo. Wonder if mm. we will ever get an ECHL affiliate. Of course, the Canucks don't have an ECHL Interesting affiliate, but they that can loan Kalamazoo. players to the ECHL. Kalamazoo was
2: was the former ECHL yes, affiliate, then. But we were. did see Arjo Silov's loan to uh, Trois Rivieres last year. Yeah, exactly. Three Rivers. Yeah. It's actually Trois Rivieres. It's actually been one of the uh, Zephyr Epic cities. Oh, uh, in the past, I remember talking about a city of three rivers and nothing. Uh, I wore my I wore a nice shirt on Friday today. My Atlantic Canada shirt. Covered in lobsters. Folks. Covered in lobsters. Let me get the camera down there. Nope. Screwed it up. It's a lobster shirt. And I got to show you this before we get out of here. This is my favorite thing that I got uh, when I did my, I went to the Maritimes this past year. And look at this. Tell me this isn't, tell me this isn't the coolest lighter you've ever seen in your life. Right here.
0: Can you read that? Podcast Fun- listeners, no, uh, yeah. you know what I'm already going to say. If Fundy you can... National Park.
2: I got this lighter here. It's a lobster claw, right? So Check this out. You open up the claw.
0: It doesn't light very well. Yeah, let's not start any flames in the uh, in the studio here.
1: Anyways,
2: how that's how you that's how you light the lighter there. I don't okay. think you can even see the flame on the uh, on the video here
0: either. All right, I didn't want to have to do this, but I think I'm going to have to mute your mic. You can wrap it up. I hate to say it. All right, for my co-host Chris Faber, my name is David Guzzelli. Our technical producer is Alex Lard. This has been the Canucks Conversation. Thanks for listening, folks.
1: Thanks for listening to Canucks Conversation, delivered by DoorDash. Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. How about keep it to a
2: thank you, Jim?